Hello, my name is Paul Farkas, host of Voted.io. Sometimes news is all around us, but the highlights that you want to know about or things you might not know, things that you should know, and things you might want to tell friends, coworkers, and family, Voted.io will be able to serve up that information for you. I'm host of Voted.io and also co-founder and publisher of Athleisure Media and Athleisure Studio. And I'm your other co-host, Kimmy Smith, co-founder, creative and style director of Athleisure Media and co-executive producer and host of a number of our shows on Athleisure Studio, our podcast network. Each episode, we're going to delve into Voted.io, a social intro and dating portal that features parties, newsletters, and our video podcast TV show for pop culture news and luxury and lifestyle. Each episode will allow you to be informed, discover, and to share with others. From time to time, Voted.io will also have awards for brands demonstrating excellence in a variety of fields, including politics, political issues, luxury lifestyle, beauty, wellness, sports, fitness, travel, and style. And we're just so excited that you guys are gonna be able to see and hear this and give that great conversation and be introduced to the world of Voted.io. Please enjoy this show and future ones coming down. On this episode of Voted.io, we'll be doing some highlights of the year in 2022, the year we all loved. But we're here. And we also will be giving out some awards of brands demonstrating excellence in their fields. We're going to be delving into this year to talk about current events, pop culture, beauty, fitness, sports, travel, politics, wellness, style, and luxury lifestyle. We'll also share some insights into major stories. We'll also talk about what we can expect. And, you know, we want you to be able to share this and talk about it with the Voted.io community. And we will get to tell you about an event that we just did with a conversation with the Bachelorette Michelle Young in our Voted.io virtual party. That event was dope. Thank you, Michelle, for joining us and all the fans that tuned in as well. During that event, we had Michelle speak with Kimmy about her time on the Bachelorette and also things about her journey and what she's up to now. We also did a giveaway for fans that signed up that were over 21. And we also did a live treasure hunt. Which was a lot of fun. We, we learned a lot about different pop culture things. So, you know, it seems like now that we've introduced everyone to everything, why don't we just jump into the show and go around the horn? Let's do it. So this year, there was a lot of different things. Um, one of the things that I'm really excited about is the concept of Voted.io is taking everything that we've heard about different things and really boiling it down to like nice biteables that you can absorb and share with other people just so that you seem like you're in the conversation. So focusing on current events, you think about all the stuff that happened in 2022. There are two items, actually, that I think are really awesome that our listeners and our you know viewers should hear about. What are they? OK, so the first one is climate. Now, the climate, the environment, we're always talking about this, but there is an amazing study that's been going on about the carbon footprint and carbon sequestering, which basically takes the carbon and dissolves it. Whales, actually, scientists have studied this, are known that because they live to almost 100 years or sometimes the oldest whale has been 200 years, they're the biggest organism that sequesters carbon. So basically, they take all that items of of molecules in the air, put it into their bodies, it stores in there, and even when they pass away, they fall to the bottom of the ocean and then they 
stamp out carbon, which actually can help those of us that are obviously still living walk around and have a much reduced carbon footprint. So that's a really massive thing that I can't even believe that something like that exists. But in the fight for, you know, the environment, a lot of the animals that we live with actually help us here on land. What do you think about that? Some information is new to me. I have never... (laughs) It is true. It is a huge study. I know you can sequester a jury, but I've never heard of... Uh... Carbon sequestering is a big thing. And whales, I didn't know that they could live up to 100 years. And the oldest whale has been 200 years old. So the um, the sequestering they're able to do actually helps us for hundreds and thousands of years. So I think that's a really interesting factoid. The other part, you know, obviously, as we are continuing into, you know, the holiday season and going into the winter, um, COVID tests are actually they're opening it back up again Mm. that people can have um, their families of four to get free COVID tests because we're all focusing on the fact that the severe flus. RSV and COVID-19, which they're calling a tridemic, I believe. And so with all of that going on, we did have that program where we were having free tests and they kind of took it away. They just kicked that back off again. So you can go to covidtest.org in order to make sure that you and your families or your roomies or whoever you're with has these items. Hmm. That's interesting, Kimmy. Yes. You know, in 2022, just like in 2020, um, who would think COVID would happen? And uh, we understand that a lot of people have lost loved ones and uh, we understand it's very difficult to navigate these times. So we hope everyone takes time for themselves uh, as they think about their days and weeks and also their loved ones and things to do and things not to do and uh, to really be extra safe out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of the things this year for me, I was thinking about the war of Ukraine. You know, it's unbelievable uh, to see this group of people uh, suffer needlessly. Uh, when they are savagely being waged war against. And I have learned a lot personally by watching various uh, pieces of footage uh, covering the war uh, where uh, the people look very resilient. They're full of dignity and pride. And I really wish the best for that group of people and all peoples that are uh, waged war against. Um, And we see that the winter months are coming and it's going to be very difficult for them. Uh, So we hope the best and we hope for the war to end as soon as possible. So should we jump to the next topic? Let's do it. All right. So we're going to go into pop culture. There's so many things that took place. Those um, actually were my cop- pop culture answers. I was going to pop in with my two pop cultures. All right, do it. <laughs> so I pre pop culture. Now that we're in pop culture mm-hmm. again. <laughs> um, so my two, I mean, there's so many to choose from, but you know, growing up in the nineties, and seeing J-Lo and Ben Affleck um, both like dating and almost being married. And then it was like the longest waited a wedding ever. And now the two of them being together. I think that's a big story that, you know, we're all excited about whether, you know, you grew up in the 90s or didn't grow up in the 90s. And to see this like power couple coming together and seeing what will come of that, you know, in the future, but definitely like a good moment for everyone. I mean, the nineties have been trending in fashion music and everything else. So why not bring a relationship that everyone pretty much knows about? But my second pop culture of the moment is the passion for true crime, Mm -hmm. whether it is in podcast form, um, 
TV series that are serialized like um, Dahmer from Ryan Murphy on Netflix or Dateline, which is like the OG of the OG of true crime or people who like snapped from oxygen. The concept of the fact that we all love being like detectives, forensic scientists and different things like that. And we all have our theories. I think that that is the most exciting trend of this season um, and has been for a while. I don't know what it says about our society in many respects when we can go into such details, but it's a really cool thing that we're allowing people to kind of get into other types of sciences that maybe they wouldn't have. And it's actually increased for a lot of people, um, more college programs on these topics, um, more women, you know, in STEM that are focusing on, on different things like that, and really understanding more so the legal process that people may not have, you know, heard about. The idea that I can talk with someone and say, oh, I was just listening to this deposition from like the Murdoch's, for example, that wasn't something that we were seeing like 20 years ago. So once again, having the democratization of information where we can all just have these really casual conversations with these really big cases. I think that's an amazing thing. Mm -hmm, me too. Mm -hmm. And in the realm of pop culture, you know, we were talking about the awards and the excellence. Um, once again, Paul, do you want to share again? Like we're going to be popping this in like every so many uh, topic points. So what, what can you tell everyone that's listening? Cause this is the first one that we're going to be sharing in the sense of, <laughs> We're going to be talking about brands or ideology that we are giving an award to and recognizing. So do you want to expound on that? Not the actual items that are in this category, but like, why are we saying that? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting to speak out about brands that are doing things right and different. It's, it's, it's important to talk about not just price or things that are offered, but how are they impacting culture? How are they maybe offering a product that makes you feel better about yourself, that takes you beyond just the use of the product and how you look forward to it, how you miss it if it's not part of what you do, or maybe um, things that you might be able to give somebody to better what they do. So these are some of the things that we wanna give recognition to. So maybe you'll get them, maybe you use them, Maybe you'll share them with other people, but hopefully we won't steer you wrong. You know, hopefully the, our feelings about uh, what makes a brand a positive brand or service in today's world now in 2022, hopefully that'll uh, add some value to you. And whether, you know, you're watching this on YouTube or other video platforms, or you're listening to this on our podcast with the various platforms that we're on, you can always go to the show notes where we're going to have links so that you can go back, you know, to the different things that we're talking about. So in terms of the pop culture category, I have four brands, ideologies that I want to be able to share with everyone. So do you want to hear who I'm recognizing? Mm -hmm. Okay. So Beach Waver. Now Beach Waver is a beauty product, but Beach Waver, you know, is an amazing hair care brand that was started by Sarah Potempa, who does all the different awards shows, you know, did the Victoria's Secret fashion shows back in the day when there were those and has a number of celebrity clientele. She came up with the most innovative curling iron that you can imagine that basically sits on the barrel and it rotates the barrel itself rotates and your hair never gets snagged and it creates these beautiful curls that look just like your favorite celebrity um she is really um change the game on what it means to have varying types of curled hair, having products around it. She's a braiding queen and she is just this amazing Midwestern celebrity hairstylist who also has this brand. And so the fact that, you know, the attainability and accessibility of being able to look 
like whoever your person is or to recreate another celebrity hairstylist look and that you can do it for yourself for your own red carpet moments, I think is a really amazing thing. I think it's also in terms of the pop culture side, um, those who have listened obviously to our podcast or, you know, read our issues know that I love a good podcast. Um, shout out to Rich and Daily, which um, are two hosts who are on the Wondery platform and they literally tell you about different celebrity topics. Like right now, um, Whitney Houston is being broken down talking about like how did Whitney Houston become Whitney Houston and and you know all the stuff that's around that and then they cover the Versace's and this one and that one and they literally walk you through the pop culture history and kind of take you through the door to understand what's going on much like everyone loves true crime we all love a good story of like a you know behind the music and behind the episode of types of things so I really love that show and those two girls um, are just hilarious so check them out we also a huge thing that took place this year squid game i'm obsessed with squid game um there are some people who have not seen squid game but life is squid game and squid game is life i cannot wait until the second season comes out but we all were mesmerized by the concept of what if our favorite childhood game could be turned into like a true crime you know eliminating people game and so to see how all of that story came together um huge show on netflix so many different people like being a part of it and, and we were just enthralled by it so super exciting and if you don't know the backstory of the creator of it like he literally was on his last dollar when he was creating the show and now it's like the biggest thing ever um and finally my last one to shout out and also, is, wasn't it like uh past for years or something oh yeah like it was like a decade he was living out of his car he actually sold his mm -hmm. laptop that he created it on um because he needed like the last 500 dollars. and now mm -hmm. yeah wow. like and That's yet, crazy. you watch it like in the first episode, I was totally gripped. Um, yeah. It's a great K-drama. It is so worth watching it. I'll probably be watching it again over the holidays. And, it, you know, as someone who Let's was watch it together. someone who was a sociology major, I love kind of digging into like the whys and wherefores and, and seeing how, you know, it all just comes together. And finally, the Marvel Universe. I want to shout them out. Um, there is something so interesting and intriguing about creating this universe that not only has its movies, but has spinoffs on spinoffs. And in addition to having spinoffs, we have like the post credit, you know, little nugget that comes out where you see various characters combining and you can kind of follow along the lines. Um, I think it's so interesting in the sense that maybe you're not like a Marvel fan per se, but because you happen to see, you know, WandaVision or something else, it kind of draws you into that universe and almost creates a treasure hunt of sorts um, to kind of find out how all these characters come together. So I kind of love that. What was the treasure hunt for Marvel Universe? I can see that, but you're not winning anything unless they give you well, something. Well, what you're winning is the Easter eggs because the uh, people who are enthralled in it, mm -hmm. that they can watch a certain segment and say, oh, well, if you knew this to this, that's actually this. Um, I love reading the fan theories. I, I would call myself kind of a baby Marvel person because I have certain things I like to nibble off of and much like Star Wars, DC Universe, whatever, whatever. But it's just a really, I like the, how, how immersive it is depending on how deep you wanted to dip your toe into. Mm -hmm. So those are the brands, you know, and ideologies that I want to be able to shout out to. And um, I think we can move on to the next topic. The beauty world 
there was so much to happen. But one of the things I think as opposed to talking about a certain product or whatever, the two topics that really stick out to me are personalized beauty um, is number one. So much like if you're talking about supplements and different things, um, people are starting to take people's DNA and figuring out the type of ingredients that you need in your skincare in order to optimize your skin. So is this beauty tech? I guess we would call it beauty tech. Yeah. Um, you know, there is a bit of hesitance, hesitancy as, you know, people wonder about privacy and data and different types of things like that. Mm-hmm. But in theory, the idea that by giving whatever you need to give, swabbing your mouth, whatever, that you're getting something that is created specifically for you. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of intri- intriguing. Um, I've actually over the last probably four to six months have been receiving a lot of these, you know, different types of companies. And like I said, have you given your DNA? I have not. Because <laughs> I have hesitancy, but I can appreciate that there is something like that that exists. And maybe when things are a little bit more shored up, this will be something that will happen more and more. But I, I like to see, you know, my background as a stylist and, and an accessory expert, there's been personalization, customization and seeing how it's now rolling into other sectors. I think that's amazing. And with the beauty element. It could be interesting. I will keep watching other people who do it and catch me in three years to see (laughs) if I actually did it myself. But yeah, I I guess I would call that beauty tech. The other one is um, clean beauty as a category. You know, I think more and more we want to know the sustainability, the ethics behind how items are are coming out. We want to know that animals aren't being utilized in order for us to have whatever it is that we need. And we really like the concept of being able to use non-traditional ingredients that come from the ground that make up our skincare, our makeup, our cosmeceuticals. So the fact that clean beauty, if you think about it, like in the 90s, you know, people kind of questioned the stability of the product and packaging and this one and that one. There are so many clean beauty products that I use on given day, whether you're talking about um, something that maybe is an awesome drugstore find or a premium version or an ultra version that I use it all the time. And so I love that we have this option and we don't have to sacrifice vanity appeal. How many beauty products do you own, Gimme? I own more than you can count. And I use them all in rotation, depending on what is going on. And and so to those people that are in the clean beauty space, one, the people who set the trends back when it just wasn't even a thing to the ones now that refuse to not create a product that isn't like that. And it can be done. And it can also be done with affordability in mind, too, um, to whatever that means for your particular pocketbook. And so with that in mind, I have four brands that I would like to shout out in this category. Okay. For their what do you got? Excellence and merit. So Pharmacy Beauty, I am obsessed with this clean beauty brand. I love that. First of all, they have a melt makeup that I love. It's a bomb. You put a piece in your hands, put it on your face. It creates that nice oil without making an oily feel. But like they have a green version that has your greens in it. They have um, a limited edition peach version, which I'm currently using right now. Like right now, right now, right now. now? I, I used it today. I use it today. Now you have to wash it off right away. You have to wash it off right away. So it's so not right now. Not right now. But but you know what, though, if you do use it right now um, before you put your makeup on. So you, you use it. Your face is cleansed. I like to put my serum or toner on. Give 20 minutes for the face to like take it all in. Mm-hmm. The fact that when you layer your primer, which primer would be the first thing you put on your face so that everything can set up on top of it. It really gives your primer something to be on. And it's just your face feels so good. So shout out to Pharmacy Beauty for, you know, 
finding a way to incorporate foods literally into their their cosmetics. It's pharmacy with an F. It is pharmacy with an F. Um, super fun packaging. It makes you literally feel like you're at a farmer's market, which I love that. Um, and the brand knows that I am a massive, massive fan. The next one is Beauty Blender. Massive, massive fan. I mean, you're talking about a brand that started with sponges and, and there are so many people who use their sponges. There's really, in my opinion, only one beauty sponge to use who then has extended that to foundations, concealers, highlighters, bronzers. 65% of the makeup that I do. And yes, am I wearing it right now? I absolutely am. Bounce foundation, the bounce concealer, as well as the bounce highlighter, as well as all applied by various sponges. Love this brand. Love the founder of the brand. Love that they keep it colorful and interesting and that they have cleansers that actually work with your sponges so that you can keep them longer. Such a fan. And always make sure that they're wet, not dry on your face. The next one is Kozis Cosmetics. Now, Kozis, interestingly enough, they kind of started around the same time when we started, um, you know, all of this. <laughs> um, and I remember when they started, they were just like lip balms because it was very sporty and whatever. They have grown so much to having a number of foundations, serums, plumpers, and once again, a clean beauty brand wide assortment fun colors beautiful website to look at it just feels like it just feels like a really fun place to be when you're shopping um and they have really great packaging and finally sold Janeiro. it is another brand that is very dear to my heart i love brazilian beauty i love uh their bum bum cream i think their bum bum cream is the best cream ever has the um it's like a shea-like quality to it, but they use Kapuka butter, which is based out of uh, Brazil. And in addition to having the lotions, they also have sprays um, for fragrances. They have lips, hair, they have all these different types of products, always keeping it um, very Brazil feeling. So even when it's rainy outside and, and cold, you still feel like you have that warm summery feel to it. And they are also a great uh, a brand that I've been in love with for years and that we have shown them love for a number of years as well. And those are the four brands that I want to like shout out their excellence and merit so hopefully some people try some of these or if you know them and love them now you could drop uh how you feel in the comments and uh from time to time we'll add more brands that we feel should be recognized and we'll also give out some giveaways and incentives and other contests to uh, make it both fun and also see if people could get some uh, items to try out Mm -hmm. So we're going to move on to fitness. I have two uh, two topics I want to shout out in fitness. What's that? Okay. So fitness, it's kind of interesting. Um, during the pandemic, there was a whole shift because obviously a lot of us couldn't like work out in studios and you're certainly not like going to the gym doing whatever. So there was this big need for one, people to have their home gyms with their home products, which for a while was tough because people couldn't even like get the items because there was just backlogs. And then there was a rise in a lot of brands having to go to on demand and different things like that so that people could do that. And so coming out of the pandemic, everyone was like, well, what's that going to look like? So now we have the first topic, pick and mix. So pick and mix is a trend in the, the fitness community where many people had to realize that even though studios are open, you have to also plan for if there has to be a shutdown or maybe your particular city has like a higher instance. And so they're restricting things. So allowing memberships and offerings so people can choose pick and mix between 
doing studio days in person and then doing different on demands or smaller group settings. So people have really started to flow out a little bit, like what it means to be transitional because you don't know, mm-hmm. or for the guest that's coming in, maybe they have their own certain circumstances. And so the leeway that people are giving so people can kind of choose their options and mm-hmm. they call it pick a mix. It's a good trend. The other trend is training splits. So training splits is you have various brands who maybe they were only known for one thing, like, oh, you come to us to purchase um, a stationary bike. And they were always stationary bike people, but now they have a treadmill. And then they also have like yoga and this one and that one. So a lot of fitness brands that a true boutique fitness typically only follows on one methodology. But many are finding that when they make these technologies that people can have in their home, they need to make companion technologies so that it can increase the different things that people can do, um, but also allow a greater offering to people. And so that's been a really big trend um, that's been going on you know, now and will continue on in the years to come. That's very cool. And for the fitness category, one of the places that uh, we are awarding is Humming Poppy. Uh, we've been to their location, uh, their studio, which is a magical place in New York City before. We actually shot one of our covers there with the wonderful Pooch Hall. Shout yes. out to Pooch right now. We love Pooch. Um, <laughs> you did some funny stuff there and, you know, we had a ball that day. Um, <laughs> And it was great coming to uh, the set later on and to be with your son as well. We had a great time with you and your family. Um, but Humming Puppy, not, you walk in there and it's very much like a fitness sanctuary. Yes. Um, not only do you feel like uh, uh, a welcome member in an uncrowded studio, but they have a special musical um, audio frequency uh, to help harmonize. Um, and it, it's a gorgeous studio and it's something that you could, uh, really work on your, um, your whole, uh, mental, physical and wellness, um, journey by going there. And we highly recommend it. And it's we great. really happen to like the founders as well. And it's hot yoga. So that's like another component. Always. Always. And it's a hot yoga studio. I am a fan, have been for a number of years. Um, We knew of them when they were based in Australia only with two locations. And I always would say if they ever come to New York, I'm there. They literally came to New York like two years later. I have been a longtime fan of this this studio. Um, The sound bath, which is what he was referring to, is at a very specific megahertz that matches with your heart rate and your chakra alignment. So as you, you work out, you have these hums that reverberate through your body that you can also feel through the heated floor, as well as like the 150. 50 degree heat that's you know in the room but very well ventilated um i know a lot of us who go to hot studios there are varying ways that they do it which i get that but if you want one that you feel like you can still breathe and flow through the motions great um and it's just a stunning beautiful space and as he said um the founder you know jackie alexander is an amazing individual and um she has a, a beautiful series of studios and i know that they have a couple of other locations that have opened up as well as you can catch them online as well Yep. And other awards that we gave out were also to Bala Fitness as well as Soundcore Headphones. Huge fan. And it was Hyperice too. I was about to get to that. So you can check online at voted.io slash awards and you could read more about these and other awards that we gave out. It's vot3d.io slash events for events and slash awards for the awards that we're discussing today. Now, 
for sports, did you have two topics you wanted to talk about? Because I have two topics. You know, I, I was thinking and I was reading and like <laughs> it's 2022 and like, you know, the only thing I could think about is every time Mahomes throws footballs when he's falling down is the, the best highlights I could think of. What about you, Kimmy? Okay, so my highlight um, is we love tennis. Um, we earlier... You know, a few months ago when the U.S. Open was here, we actually got to interview some of uh, some U.S. Open players. And Mm -hmm. Carlos Alcaraz was one of the people that we interviewed, which literally was right before, like two days before the U.S. Open. Just thank you for your time that day. Which was amazing. Very, you know, sweet guy. So it was great to interview him. And then, wait, he actually won. (laughs) He won the U.S. Open. Not only did he win, but he played like 19 hours a day. So, I mean, the... And, and he said, that's just what you have to do. Um, not only was that super professional, but he took some grueling battles in stride and uh, you just kind of felt it. You f- kind of felt maybe um, it was part of interviewing him, but like just felt like it was his time and, and he nailed it. But interestingly enough, he is not the topic point I'm doing. I'm doing something related to him. So when you talk about, you know, you were talking about Patrick Mahomes, you are you very third. The third. When you see him play, he's playing with a whole team of people that you you know that those are the guys that are on the field. You don't necessarily think about the coaches, support staff, etc. Mm-hmm. And when you look at tennis players, you know, they're out on the court on their own. You don't really think about all the staff and team that's around that person being great. Mm-hmm. So Carlos, you know, he's number one. He he won this season, et cetera, et cetera. His coach um, just won ATP coach of the year, mm-hmm. Carlos Ferreira. And Carlos, the tennis player, um, loves his team, is so supportive of his team. And the fact that his coach won this year and how humble and sweet that Carlos was in his coach, Carlos, also winning mm-hmm. and giving him, you know, all the flowers. That he was he super, he's super humble. Super he's humble. So, super, he, he is a great He's definitely great for the sport. He's a great steward of the sport. I know that he's playing a game. Him and Rafael Nadal will be playing, I want to say, in like a week or so. So mm-hmm. um, it'll be interesting to see that. And then and Nadal winning that, that Grand Slam again was a major surprise as well. Good for Mr. Nadal, someone that we also love and champion. Mm-hmm. And so we're really excited. As you know, you know, tennis has been over in terms of like all the really big matches, but it'll start back up again next month with three or four um, uh, tennis matches that'll be in January. And obviously the big one being the Australian Open. So we cannot wait to see who comes to the forefront. Um, this- you know uh, who makes tennis rackets, Kimmy? A lot of people make tennis rackets. But nope. who are you talking about? Wilson. Mm-hmm. We're fans. Wilson is someone that we're giving an award to from Voted. Oh, I like how you snuck it in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can read more about it at voted.io slash awards. That's V-O-T-3-D.io slash awards. You want to you have anything other other nuggets or are we going to move on to the next topic? I don't want to spoil why. Okay. He doesn't want to. I think they heard of Wilson, but Wilson's cool. Wilson makes some stuff that you should use. And they have fun clothing, too. We love Wilson. And so we're moving on to travel. That makes like Wilson too. Yes. We're moving on to travel. So I have two topics that I'm excited to talk about. So the first one is, you know, once again, coming out of the pandemic, people are like, well, what's up with travel? What's going to happen? Like, how is this going to be? So my first topic is this season has been the trend of go big, spin big. With so many people that had to be like, 
in the parts of the world that they were in, having major wanderlust and living through like their old vacation trips in their mind. Mm -hmm. Many people, um, regardless of where you live, have just decided, screw it. My savings account is going to this trip. I'm going to live large because I I don't know when the next one is going to be and just do it. Trip now, pay later. Basically, yeah. And so, you know, in the industry, they call it go big, spin big. So people are really delving into take that trip to the Maldives and don't cheap out at the rando whatever place. Do this over here. And like people are just having their moments. And so I think, you know, we do sometimes live in a society where we think about things and we're like, yeah, we should do this. And one day it'll be whatever. Well, under go big, spin big. That's not what's happening. And the other big time. Very, very YOLO. It's a very YOLO. It's a very yellow moment. And in tandem with that, people are noticing the rise of the friendcations. So basically friends that you've always been connected to, maybe friends that somebody lives in L.A. and somebody else lives and, you know, wherever they live on the other side of the country decide, you know what? We haven't seen each other in a while. Let's just get together. Mm -hmm. So this rise of friendcations, um, people going halfsies and everybody throwing money into the pot to once again, go big, spin big, but doing it with friendcations, especially with people that they haven't been able to be in close contact with for a long time. And so it looks like the trend is that this is going to continue on um, for a very long time. So that's like my big two items. And I have some shout out awards that I guess much like what, what Paul has been doing. Um, you, you can go to bot 3 dio slash awards. OK, well, I'm going to say two, but I'm going to challenge you to go find the other two. Um, Ritz Carlton is a fave of mine. Mm-hmm. I have been a longtime fan of Ritz Carlton. Um, whether you do it as a staycation, whether you do it, you know, because you're traveling to some other different place. I love the teas that are there. I love just how opulent you feel when you walk in there. We were recently at the Nomad location here in New York um, and the bar area was just so nice. And I felt like a botanical forest that we had just walked into with the library books and the amazing cocktails. What was that one appetizer you loved? They have an olive, but it's not an olive. It's a gelée olive. And so it has the form of the olive. It has the taste of the olive, but then you put it in your mouth and it just dissipates. Like an oyster in a way. It is so... Anyone who knows me knows I have a whole thing about textures and stuff, and I didn't even mind it because it was so tasty. Um, I also want to shout out, which we included them in an issue last month, Um, Wines, you can actually buy wine uh, uh, in a glass, basically, or buy the glass um, when you're there. So being able to have a rosé drink that is made by women-owned producers, um, the founder is woman-owned, and having her wines along with their tasty nibbles so good so there's a woman she's probably not woman owned but yes you all know what i mean the other one that's a shout out is the tau group i love tau properties whether you're talking about you know restaurants that are in their hotels standalone restaurants i mean i can think of copious times whether i was in vegas or here in new york at a Tao restaurant, like how tasty it is. We've also worked with them for a number of uh, the shoots that we've done. I was going to say shout out to Tao for um, helping us out through uh, pre post during (laughs) pandemic stuff and just being super solid. So they see the value in us and uh, we've always, I mean, we've liked them before we even started this venture. And um, I mean, when you hear Tao and you're part of any Tao property, um, 
I've had a great time. It's always I, a good time. I've had a great experience. I've had quality food and beverage, quality service. Mm-hmm. Um, they design each place in a in a in a way that is both uh, high luxury and also makes you feel like um, you're special. And yeah. it's just the convergence of what you're seeing, what you're eating, like everything just aligns. Like you know, it's going to be a great night. Even if you're like, oh, let's just go there to do get a drink, it ends up being epic, no matter what happens. Yeah, no one's ever jumping on you either. It's like you go at your speed. I mean, obviously you can't go and order water, but you gotta you gotta be a decent customer. But like, I've I really enjoyed it, and I'm you know again thankful for several times that we kind of discussed various things that we did with them, and uh, hopefully they they loved what what the end results have been. We also want to talk about politics and political issues at Voted IO. Politics is an important issue. Uh, it's something that a lot of people look at and care about, and it's something a lot of people avoid. And I think it's important to understand what's happening both in the U.S. and what's happening globally. And also, it's important to understand what uh, politicians are saying and what rising stars are saying, what parties are saying, and what people are doing. And to figure out if what you, your values are and what you want aligns with them rather than just rubber stamping things and just going with the flow or listening to bad information online, because increasingly um, there's stuff and conspiracies everywhere. So at this point, uh, we really would like to point out that there's uh, several um organizations such as Rock the Vote and Ballot Ready and Color of Change. Uh, And we want to point out that you could find out um, when to vote, things that are uh, issues that people are promoting and caring about, people that are addressing certain things or promising certain things. We will include that in our voted IO so that we can help you navigate uh, ways to be involved because we think it's important that everyone uh, at least considers being involved and that people that are uh, with strong opinion and want change, that they get their friends and family to also come out and be involved because it's bigger than just one person. It's actually the whole country that we could figure out uh, where we will go forward, especially if we could have younger vote, especially if we could have vote from people of color, especially when we could figure out that everyone is different and that everyone has a voice. Um, We hope to uh, showcase and highlight various organizations and issues uh, to help you navigate that. And, you know, along with that, because of all the different things that have been going on, you know, the the enhanced need for wellness, which is our next topic, um, really started taking it's been a front stage, you know, for everyone in various ways. But I think once again, with all the things that have been going on, that's taken an even higher level of something that we should also be putting into our lives and that it's not just a secondary. So I have two topics <clears throat> that I think are really big that I want to share. You ready to hear what it is? Mm-hmm. I was just thinking that political wellness is is a is a term that um, there should be more of. So, so there's this big trend of confluence of brand and spa. Mm-hmm. So that you have a lot of different brands such as Armani, Time, Saint Moritz, which is a really nice luxury uh, ski facility. They actually just did a collaboration together where people can you know 
purchase specific items at these really nice spas as well as the hotel groups um, in very key locations so that, you know, you have these really curated assortments that are available. You have hotels like Miraval times um, Lexus that are partnering together that when you stay at the Miraval spa, you could actually have a driving wellness tour where they allow you to have um, the Lexus and it takes you on a tour to varying places because they know that a lot of times, which this is very much so what Paul does, he likes to think a lot when he's driving um, because just being able to be on the open road, you, you're allowing yourself to think about things that maybe you wouldn't have thought of or to it's really not true i don't like to think when i'm driving but with context changing i'm able to take some subconscious parts and just there are ideas that just form well studies show that actually a lot of people do this and a lot of brands are really starting to understand that there is a better way to make partnerships that also give positive benefits to people's lives mm-hmm. uh, a few years back we actually stayed um at Stowe in Vermont, where um, they gave us, well, we didn't use it, but you had the option that you could have like G-Wagons while you were going around. And I didn't know at the time. I didn't know we had that option. Yeah, the G-Wagons were literally sitting at the front, but we actually- That's when snowshoeing and stuff? We could have taken a G-Wagon? You could have taken a G-Wagon, however- Well, we had the other thing though. Yeah, the reason why we didn't is because we actually had another auto company (laughs) invite us to go there. This is a big truck, right? It was a big truck. It was a Denali. But But once again, we were, interestingly enough, you know, we had done various auto oriented trips that allowed us to immerse ourselves in another environment while utilizing that car. So even though that maybe is something that we've been used to now from a consumer perspective, people are saying brands match to wellness, brands match to spas. Um, It's a nice way for you to be thinking about the brand when you're not really thinking about the brand. So that's been something that's really big in the wellness space to see how brands are figuring out how they can put it into their items, even though it may not seem like a perfect juxtaposition. The second one is just the concept of mental health, just in general, has been something where people feeling the need that they can reach out to get the resources or time they need away from something. You know, I was listening to stuff today. Um, I heard that you can make a change for someone or someone can make a change for themselves, but there's a tiny window or a small window where you know, you just have to look for signs. You have to see if people you care about are acting a little differently mm-hmm. are not. You don't hear from them. You check in on people a little bit more. Maybe don't tell them why and probably don't tell them why. Yeah. And just keep people more in your journey, because at the end of the day, um, you can make a difference and people can make a difference from themselves if they feel that they're not themselves. But the window is not infinite. So it's important to look at tiny signs and just see if they repeat um, to talk to someone about it. And more often than not, you're going to feel that there's other people out there experiencing similar things and you'll get through it. And at the end of the day, it's a very important issue that that the country and the world is facing. And, you know, once again, you can go to, you know, Paul, give them that link for the awards. You go to VOT3D.io slash awards. And I'm only going to share one of the four, but there are four. Breathwork is an app that I really, really enjoyed. Um, You know, I'm not a great meditator. 
I am a very type A person, so I'm not really good at that. But I do like that this app allows you to work on your breath, um, even do fun challenges because I am a competitive person. I like knowing, oh, I can hold my breath for X amount of seconds. I can do it for this, this, and that. And you can also do it with your community. And I like the fact that you can take a moment out of like the million things that you're doing because even if you can only do something for 30 seconds or you can do another thing for like a minute or whatever it is, you're giving yourself like a little bit of a shutdown break and um, you're also competing with yourself, which is like two blends that I kind of like together. But you are a sore loser. I'm a very sore loser. The other day, I couldn't hold my breath as long as I did the day before. And I was like to myself. So <laughs> moving on, we're going to talk about style. I'm very excited about the two two topics in style. When are you not excited about style, Kimmy? But my style, this style is going to be like a little different. Look at your face. You're already happy. Talking excited. about style. And we know I love style because, yes... I'm also a fashion stylist. Yes, I'm an accessory expert. Um, yes, I love a good interior. So to my love of a good interior, people who've been reading us for a while know that I am all about Higlig, which is all about, you know, warm spaces and cozy spaces. It's a whole Scandinavian aesthetic. The new trend this season is Japandi. Japandi is a stylistic aesthetic that takes modern Japanese um, design with Scandinavian minimalism. How do you spell it? Japandi. J-A-P-A-N-D-I. So there's Scandi and you have Japan, Japandi. So it is the most beautiful. Does the Japanese culture appreciate the term? Yeah, it's actually been brought on. Like it's been around since the 1800s, apparently. Um, But with the revitalization of certain types of like if you're a huge uh, uh, Marie Kondo fan who's all about like only having things that bring you joy and being able to secure them in small spaces like Japandi actually works. The Japanese aesthetic and the Scandinavian aesthetic comes together. It's like the perfect baby to the next level. Um, I love this. Just look it up. You can see it in your interiors. It it will definitely flow through to food. It'll flow through to like apparel that you have on. So like watch this trend. Like it's existed for hundreds of years, but people just got caught on. I'm sure you can have elements of it that also merge with cottage core, which is a whole other situation. And the other one I want to talk about. I what love- was the style element there? The style. Okay, so style. When people say style, it doesn't just mean clothing. It also means your spaces. So Japandi focuses on, you know, you're not going to have like a mid-century chair in your room. There's going to be this modern, sleek, clean. It's just it's it's a spacing element along with like certain types of layering. So if you talk about Higlig style, which is very Scandinavian in nature, you're talking about the knotted blankets. You're talking about, you know, a, a warm cup of cocoa that's tucked away in a little chair like you know like no we're talking right and then you bring in sleek lines and Mm. modern so it's like this beautiful juxtaposition that works really really well together and just just search it you'll find tons of different things also neutral colors because both of those aesthetics deal in neutral so you Mm -hmm. wouldn't really you wouldn't really have Huglig or Japandi or any of those two separately that have like neon colors. It's just not because it's about warmth and comfort and just coming into yourself. So that's the stuff. The second one is I am all about fibers and sustainability. The newest trend is omnifiber. So omnifibers are extremely non-traditional. These are fibers that are worn that actually allow your body to activate itself with haptic touch and other types of things. They are natural fibers, but they help do something um, depending on what it is that you're looking for it to, to do. So when you think about breathable fibers, you have cotton, you have linen. This makes your skin feel good, mm-hmm. but this, they're not doing anything to your skin. 
An omnifiber, on the other hand, is on your skin, but it's doing something. Maybe it's knitting your skin together even more so than like just wearing an eight by eight spandex that tucks your tummy in. This is actually doing something that helps biometrics in your own body while still being breathable living fabric. I think this is a very nuanced type of thing. It's probably going to take 10 years before it's really like Mm -hmm. doing whatever. But there are elements of it in a lot of athletic clothing when you're talking about professional players. Like, Mm -hmm. obviously, it's really expensive right now because that really hasn't been harnessed the way it should be harnessed. But it's something to really look at. I know a lot of people at MIT and other places are looking at it um, and what that means for like how the industry is going to take it on because, you know, Tercel. 50 years ago wasn't a thing and now Tercel and Tensile is in like everything. So this is something that I think is really going to make its way, especially when it starts having more like scientific basis that they can prove different things with it so people can get funding and it'll just become just as much as any other type of uh, fabric that wasn't considered like a fabric we would use like bamboo cotton and uh, uh, banana leathers which is literally bananas that are pressed to create leathers so that you know you have a sustainable vegan version of fabrication so just keep looking out for these new types of fabrics where we don't have to like be pulling from the environment per se. Now, if these fibers are dynamic or adaptive, why are they saying Omni? I'm not quite sure where the term came from. Um, Google and search it out. But it's 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 interesting. Well, okay, all right. It's it's this reaching it's reaching far though. It's just like you think is Omni is going to be a Swiss Army knife fiber for uh, 10, 10 uses. Well, because okay, so I guess more to that concept of personalization and mm-hmm. what that means by industry. It could be anything, any one or more things. Right. It could yeah. be like someone who they need. I'm not saying this is what it does, but what they're essentially trying to do is let's say you have three or four different conditions. Mm -hmm. There would be a certain way that that fabric is wefted or done to do multiple things, Mm -hmm. but the technology is so new. So I'm not saying, Oh, you can go over to fill in the blank to get it, but it's something that people are putting a lot of money behind and there are people utilizing some of this. That's cool. And so with all the uh, meta and um, digital innovation coming down the pike, it's nice to see physical mm-hmm. and IRL stuff as well. And uh, they shouldn't be overlooked like a lot of people in tech do. So there you go. And so the merits of excellence that I want to shout out to, we do have four, but I'm going to say one mm-hmm. is Camilla. The clothing line Camilla has been a brand that I have loved for years. I have a caftan. I know that captain. He knows that captain. Beautiful. It's really beautiful. It's beautiful. There, it's luxury. It's amazing. Camilla has beautiful pieces. Um, there really is a Camilla as the designer and the founder who battled breast cancer and, and has survived it. If you watch The White Lotus, the second season, and even the first season, a number of her prints are actually included um, throughout both seasons. But more specifically, the party scene in the second season Camilla herself was actually in the episode. She made um, pieces that were specific to that show, as well as things that came from her assortment. I love how, you know, she just has such a vibrance and a fun to it. Um, I love the fact that even though a lot of the pieces may look like they are swim resort specific, they can actually be worn like over jeans, this one and that one. Um, I've actually styled her pieces in a number of our our different shoots that we've had. So I wanted to give her award in excellence. And if you're out in Australia, which is where she's based, she's actually been on a number as a host, a number of like style oriented shows. Like she's just amazing. And if anyone's sleeping on the White Lotus, uh, 
We're going to tell you right now, even though we highlight certain things in Voted.io, we also will give you additional things in our details. And the White Lotus is something that we definitely uh, recommend. Season two, you could watch it. Season one, it's best to start from scratch and then, you know, binge your way out. But uh, we loved it. Congratulations to the whole uh, crew and cast for that. It was just amazing. And season three has been greenlit. Mm. Is there going to be people coming from two over to three? Um, you have to listen. So Mike White is the writer and creator of White Lotus. Many of us know him from Big Brother and Survivor, which mm-hmm. I believe he won his Survivor season. Um, Mike White is an exceptional mind. Um, I highly, highly suggest, especially for my podcast people out there, look up some of the episodes he's been doing on The Ringer and, and other types of shows like that. He's literally giving you the breadcrumbs of what's happening. Mm. You know that in White Lotus, his focus was well, like don't spoil anything. I'm not fo- I'm not spoiling that, but you know that in, in White Lotus one, the focus was more so about greed, and the second one was um, more more so focused on like sex and and, and relationship, whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, if you listen to some of the things that he's talking about, you can kind of guess what season three is going to be about. And also, What's it be about? Um, people need to listen to the podcast episode. You have one word. Like greed, sex. So if you think about it, in my opinion, um, you have the seven deadly sins. Mm-hmm. And I think he's just going to always glom on various so versions. I've always thought are overlapping, but anyway, what? the score is banging too. I mean, that score gets stuck in my head often. I love it. First season and second season. And uh, we recommend that as well. And so we have our final pillar that we're going to talk about. What's that, Kimmy? It is luxury lifestyle. Something that we advocate. We advocate it. And I have two topics that I want to share. What's that, Kimmy? All right. Topic one, the Hotel La Palma. Mm. Do you know about the Hotel La Palma? I do. The Hotel La Palma was built in 1822. It was the first hotel in Capri. And they just did a major renovation. Um, So it is the most luxe of the luxe of the luxe. Um, Everyone is talking about it. It's super beautiful. And it's really nice to see when you have heritage items that are still able to do what they're doing. I mean, this this place has been housing people for 200 years. And, you know, they're still trying to keep up with the times and do amazing things. And they just finished renovations earlier this year. So if you're looking for go big, spin big, this would be a good thing that you could do here. That's cool. But, you know, with luxury lifestyle, you don't always have to take the top, top, top. You You also can mix a high low. You could mix a high low. So keep in mind that you could do the best and also some of the best. And my next one is the Michelin restaurants, Michelin Guide. And that's some of the best. (laughs) That's some of the best. It is. They just um, shared their stars in October. New York City has 19 restaurants that had never had a star before has a star. So if you don't know, like many of us know what a Michelin star is, but there's actually five things that Michelin looks for in order to obtain a star and to keep the star. So their focus is um, quality of ingredients, the harmony of flavors, mastery of techniques, the personality of the chef as it's expressed in food, um, and their cooking and consistency of the menu over time. So 19 people in New York City got it. And you can have a Michelin like all over the world. So if you want to be able to check out and once again, maybe you're not interested in going to a particular restaurant, but it is good if you're in conversation that you can be like, oh, 
so and so they just got on the list like you don't need to count how many stars that they have but you know it is kind of interesting as like a topic point that you can share that information so those are like my top two things i mean i am a foodie and obviously i'm the host of athleisure kitchen so i am very interested in this um i love michelin starred chefs we've interviewed a number of them i've eaten at various michelin you know restaurants and so it's really exciting that there are people that are really thrilled that they were able to close the year with such a distinction and with that I want to give um, a merit and excellence award. Obviously, there's four, but I'm only mentioning one. Two post point that you don't always have to do something high, although it's going to sound like it's high. Vuv Clicquot. I love Vuv Clicquot. And what I really love about it is you can enjoy it on a day that ends on wine. You can enjoy it because you're at home and you don't want to be bothered. And you can also use it as a toasting thing. Once again, if if everything in the past few years have taught us anything, it's that we need to celebrate when you can celebrate. And so there's no reason to store that champagne for that moment, fill in the blank, when it could be like, I got up out of bed today and I have matching socks. If you have it, drink it, replace it. That's right. That's right. Get two more. Drink it. And so that, you know, is our year in review in terms of like all of these great topics. These are great nibbles that you can talk about and see what happens with them, you know, after this is over. Yeah. When you listen to ones we said and check out the ones we have online, of course, there's some that you're familiar with and maybe some are new to you that you should try out. But at the end of the day, we hope some of it provides value. We hope some of it's entertaining. Some of it's educational and we will provide more shows coming out, uh, on a, on a more regular basis to talk about pop culture, current events, luxury lifestyle and wellness, and also hand out some more awards, recognizing brand excellence in those fields and others. And at the same time, give out some giveaways, some treasure hunts, some uh, social introduction parties. Voted.io is definitely a place that hopefully will become part of your weekly and monthly destination. And, um, you know, if you missed anything, want to circle back to anything, whether you're watching this or listening to this, you know, on a podcast, you can always check the show notes, which will have links back to everything. It'll connect you to our newsletter. It'll connect you to the website. It'll connect you to, you know, what we're doing next, what event we have going on. And we just really appreciate everybody coming to listen to us. Thanks, everybody. See you next time. We know you walked away hearing more about topics that you may not have delved into or different viewpoints you could continue to talk about with others at the water cooler, the dinner table, or just being out and about. Make sure that you follow this feed so that you can see the next conversation that we'll share with you. And you can also visit us at voted.io backslash podcast or athleisurestudio.com backslash voted.io where you can leave suggestions of future topics that you would like to know more about. If you're looking up or interested in connecting with Voted.io, make sure you type in VOT3D.io. I'm your host, Paul Farkas, here with your co-host, Kimmy Smith. Voted.io is part of Athleisure Studios Podcast Network as a video podcast TV show and is a member of Athleisure Media. Voted.io is co-executive produced by me as well as Kimmy Smith and mixed by a team at Athleisure Studio. Our theme music is Neo Business by Winnie the Moog.